Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hello. So, just going to be straight up and forward about this. We're going to be heavy, pretty heavy handed on the Mazda stuff because they're doing some pretty cool stuff. You're a bit um, biased. Yeah, just a little bit. Because we're going to be talking about a rotary sports car, which isn't, well, sort of, it's sort of new. Um, the 2022 Mazda 6, which I'm keen for. And we're talking about a Mazda, Toyota, and Denso uh, cost cutting auto design alliance. And I was say a love triangle, but okay. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> ADR regulation 85 over, which is not going to be a fun one for a lot of people. I'm already feeling emotional about it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Feature by feature, part by part, cylinder by cylinder, the horsepower of automobile engines has been increased. We're back. Hello. hello. Oh, that was the uh, same time. Hello. Very good. Very good. How are you, Phil? I'm not too bad. How are you, Brandon? Oh, look. I'm all right. How are you, Ryan? Oh, wait. Ryan's not here. Yeah. Ryan, uh, He lives a busy life. He does. He does. But we miss you, as always, Ryan. Uh, but soon, the day will come where he will not back. Dude. You know what? He works too hard. <laughs> he literally does. He needs a vacation, I'll tell you that. Yes. yes. But, um, yes, he, he's here in presence soon. Presence? Spirit? No, that, that sounds like he's dead. He's not dead. He's alive. Ryan is alive. For I now. Believe. Yes. Um, anyway, how are you, Brandon, in general? What have you been Yeah, after? look. Uh, look. Living life with what we can do, which is shit all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. They'll they'll be like, oh, and they're not more podcasts. Ah, uh, literally. I mean, yeah. I still work, but you know. Yeah, at the moment I'm not. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of shit. Yeah, but you know, it yeah. is like that. Anyway, um, you got a new car? Oh yes, uh, I have acquired a 2001 Bug Eye, a Bug Eye Super Impreza. Uh, I thought I better clarify the Super Impreza part because if. Uh, Non Subi listeners are listening to this like a bug guy, a white, yeah, no shit, yeah, um, it's a absolute piece of shit. Either, so you know, sorry, I haven't got a new car yet, so you know, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this isn't much to write home about, it's just a EJ251 Impreza, you know, not a WRX, nothing fancy. I've already got my WRX, I put that in quotation marks there, but um, yeah, uh, you better just one number. 2.5 but you know yeah you know it's just uh just something to replace the z jazz um which sounds like a really weird trade-up but hey uh what'd you know 2001 impresses are cheap but uh yeah the jazz is not gone yet still for sale someone yes. please buy if you were listening <laughs> um yes. use the code j jackstone society uh, for, for 10 percent off in a taco <laughs> yeah um yeah but right, so let's uh let's get jump into, into it. it yeah, oh, yeah right there exactly yes. um do you yes. want to start so, Brandon with our first topic yeah so rotary so for all the Mazda nerds or Maz nerds however you want to be called um so what do you know about Mazda's rotary how they well used to be fucking awesome the rotary and the rotary was a big thing right like I love the rotary I know you love the rotary you like vacuum cleaners man Oh, mate, I fucking love the rotary. That's a really yeah. impression for you. Yeah, literally. Um, Sorry, everyone so, <laughs> so apparently, I mean, it's not apparent. It's going to be coming. Um, Mazda is bringing out a new rotor. Um, for now, I, th- I, don't, I think we might have skimmed over this. I don't think we actually did a full thing about it. Yeah, we skimmed over the uh, rotary hybrid. Not hybrid. Uh, yeah. Uh, generator. No, yeah, yeah. So that's confirmed that it's coming out like early next year. I like that. Yeah, so that's confirmed for the MX-30. Um, we've already seen not prototypes, but like pretty much where it's going to be, how it's going to be, just by looking at the current MX-30 as it is. You can already see it. It's going to be in the back. Where the spare tire would be, roughly. 
Yeah, but there is also room in the engine bay where the electric motor is. There is a shit ton of room in there. So that'll be one of the two locations. Um, so it's like a mystery guessing game, you know? Yeah. Because we, funny enough, our, well, my work copped an electric MX-30, which we weren't meant to. Apparently, none of the deals were meant to get them, and we weren't meant to get them until we sold one. Oh. But we copped one, which, and we saw it, drove it. It's kind of cool, kind of scary, but also cool. Um, and look, yeah, it's plenty of room for a range extender in the engine bay. But, nice, nice. So that's going to be a single rotor gasoline or petrol, wherever you're from. Petrol. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, single rotor, petrol-powered rotor, right? So that's... Generator. Uh, right? Yeah, generator, yeah. It's going to be a generator for the plug-in hybrid bit. Nice. Um, so that's confirmed coming. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Ooh. Oh, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Yeah. So I believe the words of Mazda USA, I don't know if Mazda Australia has confirmed it, but Mazda USA has pretty much seen where there's smoke, there's fire. And oil consumption issues or? Oh, I mean, I don't know about that, but. um, (laughs) Hopefully not. Yeah, look. It's looking and leaning and pointing towards a possibly rotor power plant. Not not rotor hybrid, not like just a rotor power plant. So whether it's a two rotor, yeah, whether it's a two rotor, a three rotor, I don't know. A four rotor? I doubt. (laughs) They're not bringing back. And I'll bring it out the fucking 787B again. Could you imagine how long the bottle would have to be for like a five or six rotor? Oh shit. Imagine the fucking E shaft. Dude, imagine. Oh shit, yeah. I feel like that would vibrate like crazy though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, it would. Yeah, so, um, according Sorry. to. Sorry. Ah, it's all good. <laughs> so apparently to Japan's biggest car magazine, I think it's Hatana? Something like that. I can't remember. Or yeah. best car, uh, something like that. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Um, but Mazda in August this year, I think, it was they filed for four trademarks, um, for yes. four electric power systems. Um, and the new logo as well. Is there... Yeah, that was only recently they did that, that though. Yeah, the powertrain applications were expressed by a logo pictured above with the letter E, uh, which. Basically means E Sky Active, but they're looking at um, RHEV, which is Rotary Hybrid Electric Vehicle, E Sky Active REV, E Sky Active RNG, and E Sky Active R. Memorize that, guys. The day it's kind of all the names. It's like times tables. Yeah, I know. Right? They should teach in school. Um, you know? But E-Sky apparently, Active. for the Rotary powertrain, like just the base rotary hydrotrain, they're looking at hydrogen. Oh. Yeah, um, to be one of them. I, and, I, I approve. This is very yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a scary thing. Um, hydrogen, I, I'm very scared of hydrogen. Yeah, because I know pressures you need to contain. Like, yeah, it's, look, I'm not trained in any way by it. I've got no idea about the system i know toyota is doing well yeah with their, um what's it called the oh that car one <laughs> they have a lot so, of cars. no no the, they have the main like hydrogen vehicle oh yeah, yeah i can't you know what i'm talking about i've seen i've seen one before i saw it in um they exist yeah yeah, yeah yeah no they've got a hydrogen plant over here man, man. In El- yeah in altona i didn't know that yeah um I think did I see it in more in the Mornington Peninsula? I saw one. I mean, that's fitting. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they are a thing. They're actually going around. Um, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I learned a thing today. That's great. I know. And that's what life's about. Always learning. Learning a thing today and tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so they. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how they go, especially with the way emissions are. Yeah, um, that, that, well, but I don't know if how they're going to get away with the main power plant, but I know 
definitely. Um, there are going to be, yeah, at least hybrid electric and battery electric with a generator. Right. So definitely and one of them is going to be hydrogen. Hydrogen. Jesus, I can't English. Hydrogen um, electric. So that basically would convert the hydrogen into electricity via... No, I think no? the, hyd- no, the hydrogen is going to be the fuel source for the rotor. Oh, for the rotor. Wow. I yes. Dude, I tripped out there for a minute. I was thinking of like... Never mind. It's all good, guys. Yeah, no, so, no, no. So it's genuinely in place of petrol. Yes. So How it's going to be lubricating the... Main- the- mm. That was okay. going to be my next comment. I yeah. don't know how they're going to do that. But Ball injection, yeah. I guess. Look, but still look I don't. Enough. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But they're all going to be coming in the MX-30. So the MX-30 sort of has this experimental car at the moment. That's what they're experimenting all the new technologies on, like electric, like hybrid. So that's their first mild hybrid car. Um, yeah. Don't. I'm not going to explain to you a mild hybrid. It's, I can never remember. I thought a mild hybrid was basically it's like... It's mainly petrol-driven with more electric assistance. Yeah, like um, a bigger starter motor, I believe, in the new Suzuki Swift, in the like Suzuki Swift Sport, they have a beef st- beefy starter motor in there that can be used like in mild hybrid mode, which is just weird, but hey, it's a yeah. yeah, which I think that's similar to what Mazda's do. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly, I didn't take much care of it. Like, what yeah, you don't but, care about hybrid systems? Yeah, Brandon, what kind I of know, car yeah. enthusiast are you? I know, right? You know, as car enthusiasts, we all love hybrids. Yeah, nah. <laughs> um, yeah, the MX thirty is yeah very much Mazda's experimental car at the moment with um all the new technologies like electric cars, like hybrid, and well, obviously going to have the rotor. Um, the Dorito, yeah, and look, it's gonna be interesting, especially with um the way that Mazda's saying like smoke like emanating from the company in the form of like trademarks, like it maybe Mazda's rethinking the signature sports car. Well, I mean, you'd hope so. It's the right time exactly. for exactly, exactly, and like early August, Mazda had lodged a patent application for. Aluminium frame for a whole new wide body coupe that resembles. I don't know if you saw it go floating on the internet, the RX Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had an aluminium frame sort of um, went up on the patent applications for that. Very promising. Very similar looking. Yeah. Um, Shit, I think that RX Vision went around in like 2015. At the Tokyo Motor Show. Yeah, well, didn't they make a concept car which they put into, I think you said this last time, uh, Gran Turismo game? Or am I thinking something else? Yeah, no, no, yeah, I did say that, but that was very loosely based off that. Yeah, 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 that was just kind of like, here's the frame, build a car around it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And apparently, so this model appears to have a, I don't know how they get this, but a 48 volt system. So that's a, electric like a hybrid electric system is that just like a leaked rumor or is that yeah so that was just a leaked rumor i don't actually i haven't heard much about that yeah this is sort of like a conspiracy bit now i don't really know 100 percent. yeah um and a real like a real drive transaxle sort of thing so transaxle being like a front wheel drive setup that's classified as a transaxle so it's your transmission and axle the same thing but it's going to be that in a rear-wheel drive layout. Is that because of the, like... I don't uh, know. That, that my brain is just like, what? Yeah. yeah. Talk, I think they're looking at doing electric in-wheel motors at the front. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Like, it's going to be interesting. And they were talking about doing that by hydrogen as well. So I'm guessing that's where... The world's going. I guess Mazda really doesn't want to do electric cars, and they still want to keep some form of combustion. So hydrogen's really your next step. Well, yeah, reality. I think we need to do hydrogen cast in general because I genuinely do think it's going to be another one of those options. It's not as feasible, yeah, exactly. moment, and that's due to just the amount of pressures that are needed, like in those tanks to store hydrogen, is quite insane. Yeah. But I can see how it could become mainstream. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, 
Toyos are doing it, and well, this is about to roll over to the <laughs> next topic. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, seeing as we're already getting to the next topic, before we go there, do you want to discuss the whole rotary bit? Do you have any comments? Well, in general, yes. I think that the fact that they're bringing back the rotary in, in such an interesting form too. I mean, imagine you discontinue the rotary and you reintroduce it in a hybrid um, as a generator. I mean, I, I completely understand why. It's very interesting, but I think, you know, it's going to sort of lead the way for them if it's a success. And I guess it will be because it's oh, yeah. an electric vehicle and it's used as a generator. Um, you know, I feel like there's going to be so much hype over that um, to where if they do bring a, you know, speculated sports car out with a rotary in it or even just a car with a rotary in it, I think they're yeah, going to exactly. go insane for that. And, um, you know, hopefully they're going to be able to pull it off right this time, especially due to emissions and the fact that they're putting hydrogen as the main source fuel. I don't know how it's going yes. to go because we saw this with the RX-8. The rotaries in those cars, especially the Series <laughs> 1 RX-8s, oh my god. Ugh, and it's not Mazda's Christ. fault, but it is. No, you know, no, it's, it's, it was emissions, but it was Mazda's fault, but it wasn't. But yeah. And um, look, it's ultimately, it's the design of the motor. It is. They're not, as much as Mazda made it as fuel efficient as they possibly could, it's the simple design of the motor that failed it. Exactly, and that's why I'm a little yeah. bit scared because it's like they're like, it's kind of like they took a board meeting and they're like, all right, guys, what do you think? And someone put their hand up, said, all right, hydrogen. They're like, all right, write that down. Rotary, oh, write that down. You know, it's just like they, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's and, what it seems like it's going on now. Um, yeah, and and working for, I mean, not that I work for Mazda themselves, I work for a dealership, obviously. So it's, it's a bit different. So it's like a franchise, basically. Yeah. Um, you st- we still hear a lot of stuff from head office. Obviously, I go there for training and stuff like that. And you still have um, Mazda, I mean. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, exactly. We still need to be up to date with all that sort of stuff that's going on. And hearing that sort of stuff makes me excited, but it also makes me sad at the same time. It's like, why the fuck are you doing this? But it's like, also, that's kind of cool. I appreciate the engineering, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. And that's, so- and that's one thing I'm very much open-minded on it is that I understand why they engineer some things. I understand why they do some things. It seems like how businesses do things and why they do it. But it's also, as a consumer, as a person that works on, like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, you've seen this firsthand with Mazda that most of their stuff is super solid, but when they get it wrong, it goes yeah. really long. Oh, Just like the diesel yeah. fiasco, the Mazda yeah. diesel oh, engines. I mean, Christ. And the UR and UIUP BT50s, Jesus Christ. What happens to those? The 3.2 litre fucking motors, they just pop. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's going to be interesting. I feel like they're going to go through a few revisions, but I'm excited overall, and I think you are too. Yeah, uh, yeah I definitely am. But um, yeah, yeah. on to the next topic. So, um, As do again. Yeah, well, look, okay. We so like we've already, yeah, we've already talked about Mazda and Toyota. So there's a live triangle: Mazda, Toyota, and Denso. Yes, they're joining together for a new cost-cutting auto design. That makes me nervous. Yeah, and I'm they're calling it the ADA, ADA. Oh, sorry, the CCADA, Cost-Cutting Auto Design Alliance. I don't like that. See, that's that's an organization I do not want to be part of. Yeah, but are they cutting costs for them and the consumer or just them? If they're cutting costs at both ends, I agree. Yes. Because cars are becoming expensive. Exactly. Very expensive. You yeah. cannot buy a car for under, uh, what is the cheapest car? I think seven, sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars would get you an MG3. I think that's the cheapest car and in Australia. And they run straight away. Well, <laughs> I remember even just a that. Four years ago, you could buy like a car for thirteen k. Oh, maybe that's mm. no about that for a brand new car. Yeah, I mean we're talking yeah. base model, base model, but yeah, you're right. Cars are getting more and more expensive now, by a yeah. lot. Yeah, with um, yeah, more and more safety features and the more standard features that are expected. that were with last year's top range model. Yeah, like, yeah. So, so basically, this is pretty much 
10 of the Japanese automakers, mainly I think Mazda and Toyota and Denso, are putting majority of their money into this. But 10 of the Japanese auto manufacturers, um, I think I was saying by or Friday just gone, that they're going to standardize the way they design vehicles. Yes. Yeah. So Mazda, Toyota, Honda, which is kind of surprising to see on the list. I don't think so. I mean, no, no, you're right. Considering Honda is going downhill, they probably need to save some money everywhere. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Nissan, which doesn't surprise me. We we all know how much I hate modern Nissan. Well, Nissan have been using the same key fob for most of their cars since, like, 2010. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Subaru, I mean, to be fair, it makes sense. Toyota is, well... Pretty much owns, I think it's like 15, 20% of Fuji heavy industries, which is Subaru. Which I only just found out the other day from you, and I didn't know. Yeah. I think it's like, it might be 15%. I can't remember how much, but yeah, Toyota yeah. owns a fair chunk of it. Yeah. And parts manufacturers as well, such as supplies manufacturers, how if you want to look at it, Denso, Panasonic, Mitsubishi Electric, ASIN, and Jatco. Yeah, all the main ones, think, I mean. Yeah. And they're going to be founding members of a new organization created to promote model-based development. Which is kind of vague. Yeah, so I know a lot of auto manufacturers already do something like that, like model-based development, so yeah. where they do bringing like... Yeah, so they do like a small mid-sized part supplies, like they bring them into it, they sort of... Try to reduce the competitiveness, I guess, especially in Japan. Like, yeah. Um, and it tries to limit, I don't know, this is what they're saying. So they're trying to stroke competitiveness in Japan's auto industry as it limits are tested by electric vehicles and new technologies like autonomous driving. Mazda was one of the first Japanese automakers to adopt this approach, fully embracing it in the early 2000s. Exactly. And just to touch on that, I mean, the next line of this article, we're just looking up this article here. We are done a bit of prior reading, but is, you know, we don't have the luxury of spending time to iron out the differences. And just to touch on that is it's true. If we're moving into autonomous vehicles, apparently and electric vehicles, imagine all the other different manufacturers trying to compete against each other's different systems. It's not going to work. One unified uh, system will though, which is what they're saying there, I believe is. That's, that's why I'm perceiving it as well. Yeah. And, and yeah. Look, uh, <laughs> From, okay, so the way most modern cars are now, it doesn't take much to make them fully autonomous. No. Like, um, yes, so, I mean, yes, but no. Hold no, you know it what I mean? really. Yeah, so apart from like the AI, the actual like understanding traffic and all that stuff, right? Our cars are almost like super almost there like ready out of the factory like obviously add in a bit of software here and there well yeah lane keep assist radar cruise control uh what else uh Is well you got your thing yeah auto parking yeah yeah i'm, I'm still stuck yeah. in like the 90s so yeah no <laughs> yeah you got auto parking lane keep assist like you said mazza oh not Mazda. wow i'm so used to that stuff <laughs> radar cruise control autonomous braking like yeah. You've got heaps of, heaps of stuff. All the systems are there. Emergency collision or something. Exactly. Um, you've yeah. got city brake assist. You've got all the, all those systems are there already. They exist in most cars. Yes. I know for for a fact Mazda does. Toyota does. Even oh, I'm not sure about Subaru, but like your big ones like Nissan, but I wouldn't trust Nissan for shit. <laughs> I, I honestly Welcome hate Brandon shit. hates Nissan oh, I, I hate talking shit about Nissan but man they just piss me off hey Nissan isn't the same company they were in the 90s so don't feel bad nah, about it exactly but <laughs> yeah. yeah look like you said they're trying to iron out the differences between the different companies because it's yeah. going to improve the efficiency so they can focus on investing in such areas as environmental technologies which I agree on the auto industry or the auto sector I think just in Australia, I think yeah. that's like maybe thirty to forty percent pollution. Not not production, just cars on the road. Of Australia's emissions is what you're saying. Yeah, hmm. uh, it might have been higher than that now, but that was three four years ago. 
Well, guilty uh, for the decat. Yeah. But yeah. that's not including, like, yeah, like people like us and um, you're talking maintenance. You're not talking, like, manufacturing either. Like, the auto sector takes up a huge amount of pollution in the world, like, worldwide. Yeah. Which and, is why we're seeing the push, well, that apparent, uh, uh, that yeah, mindset is why we're seeing the push towards all the, yeah. Whether or not they actually are, or it's just a plot for them to make more money. I mean, ultimately, it's a business. It's there to make money. Yeah, that and that, that's always they're going to appeal to what they can. I mean, you know, but uh, yeah, that's exactly. not what we're discussing, really. I guess it's yeah, like you exactly. said, whether it is, it doesn't matter. Exactly, but yeah, and pretty much what they're going on about is in model based development, every part, every car, everything to do with the car, it can be rendered in digital form, which yeah. they've been doing for years and yeah, years. Yeah, of course, of uh, ages. Yeah, but now with our technology, like we've got CAD design. CAD design is so much more advanced than what it was 10 years ago. Oh, absolutely. A, a virtual car can be created, it can be simulated. Let's design and see what the parts look like, how they malfunction. Like Safety testing. Yeah, how can yeah. it wind resistance? Like, they can do heaps of stuff in simulations. It it's uh, removes a lot of the cost, and that's what yeah. we're talking about, literally, but yeah. Yeah, um, and not only that, it will save, instead of, crashing like 80 cars to get it right they've only got to crash like let's say four i don't actually know how many no but genuinely that's right because commuter commuter computer simulations have gotten so good at just working this stuff out they don't have to destroy i i hate watching those videos by the way those you just see like a brand new i don't know brand new honda civic type r it's like hey let's send this thing straight into a barrier and i'm like ouch yeah i know right yeah. yeah, so not only that is not only is that approach going to be cheaper and faster than building a car and running actual prototypes. Um, yeah, just for Mazda, like it's it's going to save heaps of money, and Mazda tries to do that anyway. Like, as much as their cars are expensive now, back in the day, any cost they saved, they would throw that to the consumer. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of them still do that now. Obviously, they make a profit. Like everything's there to make a profit, but. No, but that's why Mazda's almost a luxury brand now without being a luxury brand, if that makes any sense. I mean, if yeah. you slap a, I don't know, Mercedes, uh, maybe not Mercedes, but if you slap like a, I don't know, some European car, let's BMW. say Volkswagen, BMW or Volkswagen, you slap that badge in the middle of the steering wheel and take an interior shot. I don't think most people pick that as not a BMW or a Volkswagen. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, I think. When Mazda shifted to model-based development, that's what bought on its Sky technology. That's how yeah. they saved a lot of money and developed Sky Active. Yeah, yeah. Um, their partnership with Ford, correct? Yeah, but this was a Mazda-designed one, not a Ford. Otherwise no, I know I'm saying that was after that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they partnered with Ford, like, in the early 90s, I think. Oh, wasn't it? I thought it was up to 2009. Oh, it might have been. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, um, we'll oh, I, I could be wrong. I don't actually know. <laughs> I know the three, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, the 323 has like a focus motor in it, or vice yeah. versa. Either yeah. way. Um, but yeah, so Mazda was able to halve the time needed to develop engines using model-based development with rivals like Toyota and Honda, sequentially <laughs> introducing it. Yeah. The design approach is becoming more mainstream among automakers. Um, basically, the reason they come to do it together is so there's a one system that they all use that works really well, and they can all sort of work together, I guess, especially for like your lower tier suppliers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially like machinists. It's, it's going to make the whole process a lot easier and a lot cheaper. And ultimately, instead of car costing $70,000 because you're doing half, half the R&D, yeah. it'll cost you... Probably not 40,000, but like it will save you a fair chunk of money because that's where a lot of your money goes. Is oh, exactly. Yes, you're paying 70 grand and they're making heaps of money off it, but you got to pay the engineers, the builders, the this, the that, the that, the RD, the this, like just all the staff. Yeah, ultimately, there is a cost to all of it, and the more money they save, as much as they can make more profit, but they can lower the price for the product. Yeah, and the lower the pro- well, obviously within reason, but the lower the price of the product, the more likely you are to buy it. Exactly. End of the day, um, Europe also has done this, uh, this this same approach, um, and they're also joining 
the the Japanese sorry, uh, companies such as Bosch, BMW, Continental, and other automakers and yeah. suppliers are joining the same thing. So it seems like a whole sort of car universe unified, you know, unified share ideas kind of exactly. Thing, it's it's gonna it's gonna like stop the need for part suppliers to modify designs to make custom rules of each manufacturer. How about Which, like five oil filters? Like, that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like you look at Subaru is a perfect example. They have like three filters. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, literally. All right. So I had to replace the drive shaft boot on the uh, bug eye, right? It's all cracked. I got the boot and when I got it, it said Subaru Leone on it. And I'm like, is this the wrong part? Subaru Leone. That's from like the eighties, right? Yeah. No, dude, dude, the they've been part. using the same boot. So literally, right? So not only is this saving money, so their power, like master switch switches, right? Yeah. The one that's in your car, in my yeah. car, in the GC8, is the same one in the 2020 STI. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> legit. Like, um, oh, the yeah. other thing my dad told me was the um, he was looking in the rear diff because it had it up, and he was looking at it. He yeah. Goes, this is the exact same diff, diff as the Datsun's, I think, 1600. I'm like, you sure? Yeah. And he's like, no, this is literally the same diff. And uh, little Google through later, yeah. Um, they basically bought the design of Nissan or something or used the design of Nissan. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's a Nissan-made diff. Yeah. So, like, that's a diff from the 60s. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, LSD and everything's a bit different, but still, yeah. like, the casing. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, look, out of everything... Personally, I completely agree with what they're doing. Hundred percent. Um, and and look, as much as it's gonna, it's probably not gonna start seeing cars to look the same because they're not. Every manufacturer has their look. You you think of BMW, what do you think of? You think of the lights. You think of the grill straight away. Exactly. Like I do anyway. No, I think I, of I, I think of the same thing. Yeah, and most manufacturers like that. I mean, except Nissan. I, Fuck, I keep picking on this. Actually, this no Honda, man. You tell me, like, think of a Honda. I think of, like, an EGEK Civic. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't tell you what the front of one looks like. Same as Nissan. Like, they all look different. Whereas you look at, like, Mazda, for example. Like, I'm so biased now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You are. Um, you, you, I think it's basically <laughs> how to sum up Brand is I hate, hate, hate Nissan. Hate Nissan. Mazda is God. <laughs> I mean, they're not. They do have their faults, but look, yeah. Um, like you look at a yeah, or a Mercedes. You look at a BMW. You look at a Volkswagen. They all their front ends all look very similar. Yes. Same as Mazda. Same as Toyota. Yeah. They all have that very similar front end. They do. Even Ford. Ford has a very similar front end too. Well, Ford's not american anymore ford is a european company they're a european car manufacturer basically at this point yeah pretty much it's american owned with like yeah, yeah more european based at stuff least which is at least in, in australia i mean most yeah of a lot of the cars i think well, the range is made in thailand but you know thailand or taiwan one of the two yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah it's, it's one of those things as well like i don't know yeah yeah I think it's overall, it, it is really a good thing. Um, the yeah, only thing is, like you said, you know, we. I don't think all cars will start looking the same, but it does also take out their individuality a little bit, maybe. It depends on what models yeah. they're using it for. If it's for their flagship models, like, for example, I don't think any Toyota's going to start adopting hydrogen rotaries all of a sudden. Because no, 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 exactly. That. So and maybe that's... for their lower cost vehicles, like the Mazda 3 and the Ford Focus and the uh super impressive you know these this unifying is going to help a lot with saving costs yeah and I exactly. think that's their goal yeah no and you're you're right it is ultimately it is to save to cut costs and yeah. time so yeah. not only can they bring out a better product quicker which i don't fully agree with people need time especially cars being so expensive at this day and age we need time yeah, well, you, look, you're buying a 70 grand car. Fuck, I'm not going to buy another one next year. Like, probably not. No. No, exactly. And that's where it sort of gets to the point well, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, 
I just bought a car and you've already bought out this new one with like this, this, and this. I want this, but I can't afford this. We don't want it to be like smartphones. No, exactly. Where you get a new yeah. smartphone every year. It's like six months later, it's like, ah, oh, shit. Which, to be <laughs> fair, the auto industry is becoming that. It is actually even yeah, it's kind of scary. Uh, they're pushing software updates now to your car. Like that's kind of nuts to me. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think uh, very very few manufacturers are doing that. Usually, you got to go through the dealership network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you get the, you get the point of what I'm saying. Though it's like yeah. that. It's like a far like. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah. it's good and bad thing. I, I mean, direct injection still scares the shit out of me. And like, dude, that's like ancient <laughs> technology now. Like. Yeah. That's how oh. that's how far behind I am. <laughs> yeah, we're like, talking like dual fuel, like dual direct injection. Like you're talking two injectors per cylinder almost now. Which is a godsend. I mean, you look at any old Volkswagen motor, any uh, FSI, because FSI's Volkswagens. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's just talk about carbon build-up, shall we? Yes. Anyway, we're going yes. off top. Um, Here we are. Sorry. Yeah. So Deutschland, that's Deutschland. my on that. Um, yeah, do you have anything else on that baseball development? No, that's that's that. Just hopefully uh, cost, cost, cuts, cuts, costs. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. We got two more topics. Um, look, I'm gonna skim over the ADR one because I want to save the last Mazda six one for last. <laughs> Um, I'm going to call this Mazdacast or something along those lines. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Um, so, let's go to the bad news. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do the bad news. So, for all these people outside of Australia, we have this thing called ADR, which is the Australian Design Rules and Regulations. Absolutely. Um, they're great. They're, like, a very good standard worldwide. They're not as strict as Euro. Thank God. Um, well, in the auto manufacturing way of things anyway, they're, I believe, oh, I can't remember what their regulations are called, but I think their oh, regulations... Um, TUV, no, not TUV. That's... Uh, That's... Yeah, never mind. But, like, their road regulations are different to their manufacturing regulations anyway our adrs are very so the adrs are the rules for both just everything so whether it's your power port outlets your chargers your fans your tvs phones all that adrs adrs for everything yes one universal Um, yes end cap yeah that was the euro Euro end cap yes that's the one is that a safety Wait, yeah, not safety. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs> um, so now we've got that out of the way. So now you guys sort of have an idea of what the ADRs are. Yes. But I'm mostly for, yeah, like auto stuff anyway, but you yeah, get like... Yeah. ADR compliant, this and that. Yeah. Um, so there was an re- ADR regulation that was bought in, in 2017, I think it was, and a lot of cars had exemptions for it. Grandfathered um, in, if you will. Yeah. And as of November 2021, we are going to be losing some sports cars and the odd car that I don't really give a fuck about. For now. I For mean, now. yeah. It, look, they'll the probably ADRs, just update it to fix this, but yes. Oh, look, the ADRs are ultimately design rules are going to change where sports cars aren't going to be a thing. Hopefully, that's got, happens after I'm dead. I don't care after that. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> Look, I hope hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. But basically, okay. there was a this ADR was basically for, I think it was a single pole side impact. Yeah, before, it was. Yeah, which was ADR eighty five over zero zero. Reduce seriousness of injuries and fatalities, side impact crash and use blah blah. blah yes, blah, and blah, it was blah. on a singular focus point, so like a pole or a tree or. Something of sort. Someone standing really firm. Yeah, exactly. No, not exactly. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so it was bought in November 2017, but they're being affected now because a lot of the cars were already homologated and they met the regulation of that year. Yeah. So they were given exemptions. Exactly. And it pains me to say, but these cars are the Nissan GTR. No. Yes. I know all hail the GTR, bow, bow, bow. Yeah. Um, the Alpine 
A110. Never heard of it. I don't mind them, but they're, yeah, they're a, a beast of a car. Never seen one, never heard of it. Probably yeah. not a loss to many people, but anyway. Um, um, the Lexus IS and RCFs, yeah. including yeah. a 5 liter V8 RCF, which is actually pretty sad. That, oh, man, I love them. Whenever I see one, I just froth mouth. They are like the, I've grown up, I, I've got a lot of money, I've grown up, but I don't want you to look at me, but I want you to look at me, but I don't want you to look at me. <laughs> Please That's tell like, me you know me without knowing me, senpai. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to be nice, this is the Mirage, but like, eh. <laughs> I, I, I only found out just the other day they're still in production. I thought they ended production the Mirage a while ago, but I... There are got some uh, weird facelift version, which actually looks okay, but they're just going to update it. I reckon the Mirage still does sell, maybe. I don't know. Oh, mate, no offense to the old Mirages. The, like, the, the ones that are the same year as the C, like the C Lancers. Oh, I love those Mirages. Oh, they're good. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the new ones. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, nah, they're garbage. Yeah, anyway, they, um, they so yeah, it's it's a sad sight to see for Australian automotive history. Like, the GTR is a godsend. Like, as much as it's, yes, it's Nissan. I know, I hate Nissan, but their sport division is pretty good. I'll give them that. There's Nismo does well, well for yeah. what they are. Granted, they do the 350, the 370Z, oh, the 400Z, yeah. GTR. Uh, that's it, isn't it? The it's not the 400Z. It's just the Z. I thought it was 400Z. Oh no, no we talked about this. It's just, the, it's Z. just yeah, the, Z. the Z. It just confuses um, me. The Z. Yeah. <laughs> and look, it's it's a sad time. Like the GTR. It's a godsend. It's 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 Godzilla. It is the car. It is right. That is, but too fair. It's this uh, staple, and it's a bit fucking old. Let's be honest. It's aged pretty well. Yeah, um, but the interior hasn't. No. No. Yeah, and same with like Lexus. Like that's sad for Lexus. Yeah, I love that's Lexus. really sad. Ooh, I love. I love those. Yeah, and I get why they're doing it. I understand. Yeah. And it's just gonna be a sad time, honestly. Um, yeah. So goodbye yeah. to these cars, Australia. From Australia. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, exactly. And I don't know. It Look, it is what it is, but, you know. I genuinely do think that these cars will be back, especially the, especially the Lexus. Like, come on, this is Toyota, basically. They're yeah. going to be back. They're just going to fix a few things, maybe reinforce the side or add an extra, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't be know back. what they do it, but yeah. Sorry? don't know what they're going to do to do it, but, you know. Yeah. We'll see. I guess we'll update you. Uh, yeah. Happen. Look, it's it's uniquely Australia. Like, it's only here in Australia. So, worldwide, you guys are still going to have these cars. Exactly. But Not Australia. like anyone outside of my mum listens to this podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think um, the first draft of the ADR was proposed by Australia at the United Nations World Forum for... Uh, harmonization of vehicle regulations, and that was in 2010, I think. I believe it was. See, that I agree with because that would simplify things a lot, and that also yeah. means that, oh, you know what would be bad about that? That's where a lot of our design rules come from, though. A lot of our, if you do go and look at our ADRs for whatever reason you want to do that, they're loosely based off a lot of the European and Japanese standards. Yeah, I think the Japanese standards do match ours very closely, and that's exactly why um, most of the imports we get, well, the, at least in the Subaru world, um, are pretty similar to the JDM models. And I've had people head to the USDM. Yeah, yeah, I, I've had USDM people be like, "Oh, that's a JDM import." Blah blah. I'm like, "No, that's an Australian variant. Yeah, it's Australian delivered." Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had that too. A lot of people are like, oh, your car has this. My that's like a JDM thing. I'm like, no, my yeah, car. Yeah, I've had, I've had two JDM fog lights. I'm like, no. <laughs> I know. Right? I literally sent them like my VIN, and they're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the the VIN apart from like the last couple of numbers because I don't want them copying my VIN. Yeah, yeah. Um, nah. but yeah. So locally, the industry constant like concern about the fact that Australia is enforcing the rules ahead of global, global market adoption. Like, it's it's cool that we're doing it and they're trying to set better safety standards. Like, they're trying to tell the manufacturers, well, too fucking bad. This is what you got to do. 
Yeah, not just letting him get away. So I guess it's yeah, good. It's, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, I am going to watch it very closely because I actually am interested about this. Um, yeah. For the fact that I just like the engineering side of it, I want to know what they do to change that. Yeah, it will actually be very interesting if they give like an update, especially in the GTR. I'd like to see what they will do about that if they will do anything. Are the sales yeah. enough to justify doing anything? Yeah, exactly. And look, Alpine will definitely be returned to Australia because they're apparently quite popular here. But I personally, I've never seen one, but apparently yeah. they're popular. Um, and look, I don't know when they bring out when they bring out a new model, it'll probably come. And look, the GTR, the GTR is going to come back. It's not going to be a permanent farewell. It's going to come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. as Nissan Australia's managing director, Adam Peterson, said, and I quote, this isn't the end of the GTR story in Australia, no, in no way, shape, or form, but it will mark the closure of this chapter for this generation of vehicle. Interesting. Does that so mean there's then... be a new generation GTR? I hope so. Well, that literally just disproves <laughs> exactly what I said. I didn't read really yeah. far into it then, obviously, so yeah. So, According to Nissan, there's going to be a heavily updated GTR. It's going to be expected to be revealed at Circa 2026 using the current car's architecture. Oh, okay. Train, well, on. But with significant advancements in technology and blah, 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 blah. This will be a stopgap to be the true next-generation GTR, which is due to be revealed at the start of the next decade. That would be very interesting to see. Mm. What do you reckon you'll be driving in 2026? Uh probably some bullshit electric car. <laughs> Do you reckon in 2026, in only five years' time, you're going to be driving an electric car already? Yeah, I'll just get a work car, so would... Oh, yeah, no, sure. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll probably be still fucking around in a little, like, 2001 Subaru Impreza. <laughs> Blowing oil everywhere. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Your car will be close enough to um, Club Reg. Oh, hell yeah, bro. All my cars are closing up in on them, bro. I yeah. That's yeah. scary. Cars that were like easily accessible like twenty years ago, they're nearly at like yeah, club yeah. Well, so we, people that yeah, are in Australia, um, club registrations basically for like cars that are older than twenty five years. Only uh, in Victoria. Yeah, what is it? In it's thirty in every other state, I believe. Oh, it could really? be wrong, but wow, yeah, okay, and they wanted I, to change it just recently yeah. here to thirty, but they that Good law nine. didn't pass. <laughs> yeah um so you, like how hey, you guys have the 25 year import or we still have that here but for us um well here in victoria anyway like phil said so 25 years old you can apply for club registration yeah um or and you can go under is it three banners it's heritage modified and classic um, I didn't. I wasn't aware there was any. I know there's heritage, but I wasn't aware there's any uh, banners besides that. I thought so you know you got like H plates and M plates. Oh uh, yeah, I've got H on my club reg on the Sora. It's H. Um, yeah, I'm gonna so, put the Accord. I think will be H as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we get like special plates. All they're that red. stuff. Yeah, they're red. Um, and you got like all this stuff on it, but basically you get you only pay for like a hundred like. X amount of days, you don't pay for a full year of registration. You pay for it's one hundred twenty dollars for like ninety days, and you can use it. You, you just basically fill out a logbook um, with that day. Um, and the reason is, if you get pulled over, then you know, the cops will be like, "Oh, you filled out your logbook today, so you're not just driving it whenever you want." Um, yeah, because if you don't fill it out, you're classified as driving unregistered vehicle. Yeah, exactly. Basically, now, I no, I'm not admitting to that. Never mind. Keep going, keep talking, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you were going to say. Um, yeah, let's just say yeah. erasable pens work wonders. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know where we're going to go. Anyway, um, before we go to twenty twenty five, uh, let's or twenty twenty six. Yeah, that's twenty twenty six. Let's talk twenty twenty two. Oh, I know you're excited for this one. I just had a just a quick look again. <laughs> And oh boy, the new Mazda 6. <laughs> Am I fucking keen? <laughs> I'll tell you just before we start this, I'll tell you guys how you know Brandon loves this. He said to me the other day, he goes, you know what, dude? I think my next car's going to be a Mazda. I, I just love what Mazda's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I get the feeling you like Mazda, by the way. I don't know why. I just kind of get this sort of hunch. You I know, right? As a company. Yeah. Anyway, take it away, Brandon. All right. So... 
Yes, yeah, so the Mazda 6. So Mazda 6 is uh, pretty much Mazda's top-of-the-range sedan. That's, it's, that's where they put all their luxury, all their top-of-the-range the stuff. Flagship. Mazda, yeah, Mazda 3 is getting there, but Mazda 6 definitely has has and has had the newer and more modern accessories. So the next year's Mazda 6 is going to be, I think, Generation 8. Wow. I think, and then the yeah. Mazda three is going to come up behind it soon. Yeah. Um. Oh, they're doing seven point five. Then I, I can't remember what they were doing. Doesn't um. It? Yeah, but the Mazda six is going to be the new generation. It's going to have that RX Vision sort of styling. So Mazda's Kodo body designs, and it's looking sexy as hell. It is. If and it does look like how it does in the renders, boy, it's going to be very similar. Look, I can. Oh, I can't guarantee it, actually, but it's going to be similar. You have a uh, good feeling about it. Yeah, and look, what we know about this, mate, you guys are going to love this. Oh, so it's confirmed a Mazda uh, Australia is get well Australian Australia is getting a new rear-wheel drive sedan. In yeah, we got pricing, we got launch times. Oh, timing! I think it's launch timing. So when it's actually coming out. And six cylinder engines. That is very Australian. Yeah. So Rear okay. drive six cylinder. I yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so the Mazda six itself is I think this is gonna be the fourth generation Mazda six itself. Yeah. Mazda cars as a whole are, are in their eighth generation or yeah, the, the generation, body. whatever. I can't remember what it is now. I think we're in seven at the moment. We're going to seven point five and eight. Um, yeah. So the fourth generation Mazda six mid-sized sedan. It's oh, I can't even get the words out. <laughs> You're too excited. I can. Uh, I know Brandon's shaking right now. He's just yeah. so happy. You know, so, yes. Oh, it's so understated. So it's going to be the new era of Mazda, basically, especially like, with the well, rotary and everything. So, yeah, this is like they've been real shy. Mazda's been real shy about what they're bringing out and details on new cars. Fair enough. You don't want us to give out that sort of shit when people copy it. Well, this is kind of a big deal too in a world oh, of front-wheel drive SUVs. I mean, yes. Yeah, so this is gonna be keen. Oh, this is gonna be. I'm keen. <laughs> Fuck, keen. I don't even care. So there's a lot of unanswered questions. I've asked so many questions and I get a, sorry, you have to wait. Sorry, we don't know. We're waiting for Japan to tell us. We don't know. And like, all I've gathered is rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive versions. Oh, I love that so much. Confirmed, right? Yes, it's confirmed. That's, I love that. That's confirmed. Yeah. Like, fuck, it's moving away from a kind of, like, Eco front wheel drive boring shit box. Hey, I'm a front wheel drive guy. I, I love front wheel drive, shit. but it's a change. Yeah, I like it. No, I shouldn't say shit box because the styling. Oh, I fucking love the styling that they have at the moment. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. it makes it so Oh, uh, like yeah, chuck some coils, coils in it. Oh, mate. Oh, all you need. <laughs> look, yeah, so look, it's changing the way all their cars are going to be. So. The next generation, the CX-5, the CX-8s, CX-9s, all that expected to go the same way. Rear-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, and front-wheel drive, I believe. I love it. Right. I love it so, so especially considering Mazda is getting tighter and tighter with Toyota, nice. uh, there's going to be a Mazda 6-based Lexus IS. Oh. And possibly an RC Coupe. Yeah. Um, it's been on, on the air for a bit, but yeah, Mazda's doing a three liter and a 3.3 liter inline six engine. I don't know which one's going to be boosted. I know one of them is going to be boosted and one of them's not. Either so, I think the NA variant will still be a very punchy engine because, you know, using Skyactiv X. Yeah, and they're still well. engine. So they haven't given up on that. So it's going to be a yeah. completely different shift flow on the drivetrain front. Yeah. It shouldn't be any surprise, honestly, when it comes to engines and Mazda. Should be all pretty run of the mill stuff, just cylinders. Yeah. 
in a different I'm area. Revolution keeps getting better and better and more extreme. So they're bringing out, yeah, like I said, a three liter, three point three liter inline six cylinder, um, and a diesel. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm and they're going to nervous about that. Yeah, and they're going to bring a Skyactiv X um, option. Yes. Yeah, and look, electrification hasn't been on the menu for the Mazda 6 yet with the 48-volt mild hybrid system. But it yeah. will uh, look, it's going to happen. We all know that. I There's think no most cars that. you can expect, if if a new car's coming out now, especially if it's sort of the sedan kind of thing, it's probably going to have a hybrid option of yeah. sorts. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to be comparing this to MPS, like well, from, from the heydays. Maybe. I don't know. I hope I so. Know. I know it's going to have the R logo on it. I know that's going to be a thing. Which especially. is what we speculated. That's what that's all about. That yeah. And the uh, rotary sports car. But yeah. Yeah. This is sort of expanding off what we went off last time about the R logo. Yes. Um, and look, it's definitely going to be styled very loosely off the Vision or the RX Vision Coupe, that concept that came out in the Tokyo Auto Show and whatever I said before. Yeah. Uh, 2017? Yeah. No, it's 2017. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's going to be very close to that styling, apparently. Which is nuts if you think about it. Oh, it looks beautiful. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. And look, it, the design, all of it together is going to be awesome. It's going to be costy, obviously. As it should be, though, honestly. Yeah. I mean... It's- too fair compared to other cars that are similar apparently going to be similar output to what they're comparing to a bmw m3 i was literally about to say it it they're headed towards bmw just every day the mazda is alive closer and closer they head towards a reliable bmw yes i don't know about you but when i think inline six turbo i think of the bmw yeah i think skyline turbo but yeah Inline yeah, six. No, I'm, yeah. I'm talking like modern day, like. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. BMW and Mazda. I just think they are the Japanese BMW. But, yeah, they're rivals. they're getting closer. Exactly. And I think they're looking at base model being thirty four thousand and top of the range fifty one thousand plus on road costs. Yeah. yeah. Which look, it's not that bad, and it's going to go up, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think it's gonna be dope. Yeah, but the fact that uh, Mazda Australia's managing director Vanish, look, nice guy. I like the guy. He's actually pretty good. You met him? Um, yeah, I've met him. He's come to one of our classes before. It was very awkward. Oh, right. <laughs> um, yeah, he spoke. I think January. He was saying they publicly stated that Mazda is pursuing into the premium territory, not luxury, but premium. Interesting. And I think BMW is classified as a premium brand, not a luxury. Like, they are luxury. Don't get me wrong. Well, Volkswagen's premium. I wouldn't say Volkswagen's luxury. Yeah, exactly. And that I think that's the sort of territory they're heading towards, which is not wrong. And I love it. What other Japanese manufacturer are doing that? Besides Lexus. Lexus. But even then, they're luxury, not they premium. Are. Yeah, never mind. Ignore me. Um. Yeah, this next generation is just—it's going to be interesting. Like, yeah. I don't know—they're so like they're getting close to the three series, man, and the C class, the A fours, like absolutely, yeah. Oh, I'm keen, but yeah, I think they're talking mid of uh, Q three, Q four of twenty twenty two. So yeah, right at the end of yeah, it could and be may, maybe even twenty three, like the first half of the year of twenty three. Yes, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. They were telling me when I was up there. I couldn't remember, honestly. Yeah. 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 You're, you're talking like that sort of power for that price. Like, I don't even know how much an M3 is. Let's how much. Let's look how much an M3 is. How much an M3 power wise or? No, no, no. Just cost wise. Oh, M3 cost. M3 costs $144,000 for an M3 coupe. Up to yep. 160000 uh, for the competition M drive. Yeah, I'll tell you, I look at, I don't know what which one they're comparing it to, but yeah, you're talking like for a M3, you're talking like 90 grand minimum. Yeah, 
Yeah, oh, and yeah, you're getting is, sorry the extra. Yeah, okay, yeah. But you're talking similar powers, not similar quality, but like. Well, no, like, I would argue that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'd, I'd argue that too. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, reliability, reliability, reliability. <laughs> oh, even if it wasn't like Mazda reliable, doesn't matter. It'll, it'd still be comparable. Like you're looking like almost half the price. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For but, base, almost the same car. But that's badge engineering for you. I mean, people pay for a badge at the end of the day, but I really don't think that Mazda has any sort of stigma of whatever around it. Not, nor should they, it. Exactly. And this, still, yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, like, it. I'm curious. I, I am curious, and it's going to be very interesting. Like, And like I said to you the other day, I would own one. Full Absolutely, spot. yeah. Second generation, I would buy. Because I would work on the first generation, see what's wrong with it, and then buy a second generation and then build up on the parts from it. Exactly. Well, um, if you're in Mazda that long, which I feel like you might be. Oh, I, I plan to be. I plan to be fucking, yeah, <laughs> there for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you're going to see it all and you're going to see it first. And you're going to yeah. hear it first on Jack's dance. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so even comparing it to the C-Class, like, like oh, yeah. the, uh, Merc C class. So MSRP, this is before on road costs, by the way. Yeah. So I don't know because I'm a bit stupid and slow. So this is sedan. So the Mazda 6 is a sedan. We'll just go from sedan. I don't know if this is the 2 litre or the 3 litre, but without on road costs, you're talking nearly $67,000 Australian. Oh, wow. That's before on-road costs. Wait, is the E-Class or C-Class the higher class? Sorry. Uh, A-Class is your luxury class, I'm pretty sure. C-Class is your base? Nah, I think C-Class is... I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Okay, so C-Class is, yeah. Yeah, um, the, the lower one. I didn't answer that question. I just read it and I was like, yes, that is the answer. Yeah, so um, a C-Class, like Mercedes... I don't know, basic model from $66,000. So probably comparable for the C-Class Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, and even still, that's... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very gobsmacked by the pricing. Just, just all of it, really. I'm fucking keen. <laughs> yeah, you, you sound overwhelmed almost. Like, oh, I am. didn't get your words out. You were pretty uh, composed I... up until this story, right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna make a comment, but it's not appropriate, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm keen. Don't get me wrong. I am fucking keen for it, but also very hesitant. I'm more hesitant about the rotary stuff, though. I think that's oh, yeah, that's there. just that's just a given there. <laughs> but it's experimental. I think that this is definitely coming to market and definitely going to be a thing. And it almost seems yeah. like too soon, really. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's uh, not, but it's like rear-wheel drive. In John, John gets me, though. John gets me, though. What? Not only do they have a sedan, they have a wagon, and I fucking love the wagons. I fucking love the wagons. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. Uh, inline-six, rear-wheel drive, or all-wheel drive. Inline-six, turbo, all-wheel drive wagon. Yes. Sounds like the 90s. Oh, the 90s, but modern. Exactly. <laughs> With less problems. Or Ryan Mudfin. <laughs> oh, mate. Literally, like, when we were talking about wagons a couple of episodes ago, this, yeah. this is what I want. Fuck the LeBorg. This. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, exactly. Oh. Yeah, no, I, um, I don't know. I, I think we might eventually have to do a uh, Our Dream Cars episode again at some point, probably in a year or so. And, uh, yeah, when shit changes. Yeah, because um, right now, I mean, we live in a new age. I, I had my uh, my good friend Jack ask me uh, the other day. Um, well, we were just on the phone talking shit as usual. Um, and he asked me, uh, if you could buy any car right now, what would it be? For and he was like, you know, a limit of you know one hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars. I I was stumped. I'm like, dude, I haven't dreamed like this. Like, I said the new BRZ straight away for some reason. Yeah. 
And I mean that. I probably would. So that's probably going to be on my news. Anyway, get sidetracked. But I know what yours would be. Yours would be this. Yeah, man. I'm actually keen. I can already see it in my head. Like, that styling in a wagon, all-wheel drive, inline six, turbo, you want a suit. slammed on coilovers. Mate. A suit. Yeah. Look, you know what? I would literally wear a suit. Drive just to that. drive it. Just to, be, was... just to be a wanker. It's just like, it's just like, <laughs> all right, I gotta go out of the shops. Brandon changes into his suit so he can hop with these guys at six. Yeah, yeah. three piece tux and everything. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly. But Love yeah. It. No, that's, that's dope. I'm pumped. Yeah. You have me excited. Your enthusiasm is like a chihuahua oh. for food or something. I don't know. Oh, I'm but... like a kid in a candy store, mate, with that. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. I love it, dude. Yes. Well, I think uh, they're that, the topics for today. Yeah, that's that is the topic. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to cover or is that basically the wrap? How long are we at? We're at about an hour now. And if anyone's yeah. still listening, I am thoroughly shocked. Yeah. Congratulations. You've won a virtual uh, taco? Burrito? Yep. Virtual well, burrito. So if you're still listening, next topic, I'm talking about GR and how it's fucking everywhere now. <laughs> oh, genuinely, yes. Oh, yes, dude. Uh, yeah, see, I'm, yeah, I'm not even gonna start now. <laughs> I called that. I called that though. I literally, and I yeah. think you did too. We both called that. We're like, you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna be the new TRD. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Anyway, all right. That's next episode. I'm exactly. Well, right, thank you well, everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you, Brandon. No, all good. <laughs> yes, that was good episode, and well, in my mind it was because we talked about Mazda. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah man. All right, dude. All right. Goodbye, Thank you for listening. Yes, goodbye, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Yes, in twelve, you'll hear us next time. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yes. All right. All right. Goodbye. Roll the outro, Philly G's. I will. Bye.